past and present podcast it's march 15th 2021 and this is episode 66 i'm your host stanford clark and i'm podcasting from the crossroads of the west in beautiful salt lake city utah just on my blog moviespastandpresent.com i'll be providing recommendations commentary and reviews about current and classic cinema thanks for tuning in and let's do this thing The big news this week is that the uh, Oscar nominations were announced, and then, you know, of course, lots of lots of great and interesting films were were nominated, and, and uh, there's a lot of diversity going on. and I and I I think it's it could be a very interesting year for the Oscars. I want to go over the the nominations for Best Picture, and uh, I've seen all of them, but. Two, I guess, but one and a half, which I'll get to. Uh, and so I, I uh, challenge myself to see them all, and I will, of course, keep you posted. So uh, nominated for Best Picture are uh, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I am incorrect. I actually, as two and a half films that I that I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen The Father, which I believe is 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 playing in theaters, and and so and, and probably on a limited basis. I'm not sure what the streaming options are. I wasn't having a lot of luck finding the streaming options for The Father. So I'll keep you posted if I if uh, if I find out more about that. Um, I. I also haven't seen Promising Young Woman yet. I believe that's available on streaming platforms um, to rent and to buy. So I'm going to check out renting that. I hear that's that's um, a very good film. Uh, I've seen half of Mank. Mank is on Netflix, and I kept falling asleep. And so I will <laughs> I will give <laughs> uh, I will give Mank another try. Uh, I've got this full list on the podcast notes on my blog, as well as a link to all of the nominations. Uh, with a link to the official Oscars website, so uh, the Oscars are always it's it's exciting. Uh, Oscar Sunday this year is uh, April twenty fifth, and so hope uh, uh, you know. Good luck to all all of those nominated, and and uh, we'll I'm sure be talking more about the Oscars in a future episode of the podcast. <music> Cinema Corner, just some cool updates from Turner Classic Movies. So, uh, first up, this this next film in the TCM Classic, excuse me, Big Screen Classic series is The Great Ten Commandments, uh, directed by Cecil B. DeMille, starring Charlton Heston as Moses, 
Um, you know, big cast, big movie, big special effects, you know, the parting of the Red Sea and all that stuff. Uh, it's been an Easter staple on TV for, you know, as long as I can remember. And I don't think I've ever seen it on the big screen. So I'm hoping I'm going to be able to to uh, go check it out, schedule permitting. But it's it's uh, playing uh, on Sunday, March 28th, and Wednesday, March 31st. Uh, again, this is the, you know the TCM Big Screen Classic series is done in conjunction with Fathom Events. So if you go to fathomevents.com/tcm. You put in your zip code, it'll tell you what screens are, where it's playing close to you. And uh, you can even buy tickets off the website or, of course, you know, buy them anyway, in any way you wish. But uh, I, I uh, the TCM Big Screen Classic Series is always great. So glad they're continuing it. Uh, and uh, again, hoping to check out the Ten Commandments on either March 28th or, or March uh, 31st. Another big announcement made over the last few days uh, by Turner Classic Movies is that their their classic film festival that they run every year is going to be uh, done virtually again, like they did in 2020. Meaning that it's all happening. You know, uh, you watch you watch the movies at home rather than going to Los Angeles. Um, so it's a bummer, but again, we understand that uh, you know safety first. So so uh, new this year though is the addition of. Uh, of HBO Max as another quote unquote virtual venue, so the streaming service, which is a, which is a, a part of the same parent company that runs Turner Classic Movies, is going to also have uh, programming. Uh, the event's going to take place on May sixth through 9th. and uh, more information is available at filmfestival.tcm.com. I've got links to all this stuff on the podcast notes on my blog if you want to check it out. But the uh, last year's virtual TCM Classic Film Festival was a blast because you know, they had just programmed all sorts of cool stuff, and I had to set my DVR because you know you can't. It's it was twenty four seven. It wasn't like they were only doing it for select hours. They they programmed they programmed four days of solid programming. Uh, one thing that they've announced they haven't announced all the films yet. One thing they have announced though is that opening night, so that'll be on on uh, May sixth. They're going to have a 60th anniversary screening of West Side Story, so I'm uh, I'm all over that because I love that film. So uh, again, we'll probably be talking more about this on the podcast, but uh, as we move closer to the date and as they as they make more announcements, but save the date if 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 you if you like classic film, this is a fun thing. They at, at the actual film festival, they do interviews with with. Uh, filmmakers and with some of the some of the actors, or just people that are still alive that had worked on on some of these films, and uh, they've all those have all been filmed, and so they they typically show that. I think that uh, because last year also the cancellation happened very quickly after you know the 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 pandemic really started rolling in March. Uh, they didn't have a ton of time to prepare. This year, they've had more t- time to prepare. I wouldn't be surprised if they put a lot of new interviews, uh, both on on uh, Turner Classic Movies and on HBO Max. So uh, again, links links for more info are on the podcast notes on my blog, and of course, you can go to filmfestival.tcm.com for for all the up to date information. 
for Classic Cinema Corner this week, I want to highlight some kind of quirky films that I watched recently watched on Turner Classic Movies. Uh, you know, Turner Classic Movies, of course, plays a wide variety of 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 programming, and all the films that they play are are commercial free and uncut, and it's just you know it's great, and you can just learn a lot too. It's just it's just as a film, you know, as a film fan. But they showed some films uh, not too long ago, and I had recorded them on my DVR, and I finally got around to watching them. Um, but they're films uh, that feature Agatha Christie's character. So, you know, Agatha Christie, the author, uh, her character of Miss Marple. Uh, and these films were made in the 1960s, and, and they all star the same actress, it's a British actress named Margaret Rutherford. So uh, uh, Margaret Rutherford starred as Miss Marple in five films, four of which were full-on, you know, Miss Marple films, and then one of them she was just a, was a cam I made a cameo appearance appearance. So that film I I haven't seen that cameo one, but I've seen. I guess I should say technically I've seen three of the four. Um, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go over these t titles in a sec, but first a little bit more about Margaret Rutherford. She was in her sixties when she played, uh, Miss Marple and, um, she played the character in a pretty eccentric way, which I understand is different from the more, uh, prim and proper, Way that she was written in, uh, written by Agatha Christie in her in her novels. Um, Margaret Rutherford uh, is uh, it really actually has even though she, she's she's probably rather short or was rather short, she's got a major presence, and and uh, you just wouldn't consider her really kind of a, this prim and proper. Uh, you know, cute elderly woman. She uh, woman. She's uh, she's really a force to be re be reckoned with. Um, as I mentioned, she 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 played in four full movies. All of them were directed by uh, a director named George Pollock. And another interesting thing is that all of the films too, and they were made over a four year period, so kind of you know cl cl close uh, together. Um, all four films have music. Comp Posed by uh, Ron Goodwin, and he used the same type of theme, and and it's very. Even though these films are all in black and white, they have a very uh, distinctive sound of the '60s, and you just have to listen to it. I put a there's a clip of one of her movies. Um, I put it in the podcast notes on my blog. If you want to check out, there's a there's a bunch on YouTube. Um, you could just look up Margaret Rutherford and uh, Miss Marple, and I think you'll come up with all sorts of all sorts of stuff. Um, okay, but to the to the specific films, um, the first one film she did was in Miss of Miss Marple was in nineteen sixty one. It's called Murder She Said. Uh, it's based on uh, it's based, you know, of course, on on, on an Agatha Christie. Uh, novel and and they make a lot of changes I understand to these to these films from the book um, but you know that's just how it rolls next one is murder at the gallop uh, which came out in 1963 and 
then there was Murder Most Foul in 1964. And then uh, this last film she showed up in, was, which is one I haven't seen, the full-on film. It's called Murder Ahoy. Uh, one interesting thing about Murder Ahoy is that it's actually not based on an Agatha Christie novel. Again, even though a lot of stuff got changed in those other movies. You know, it's just the way, it's just the way, uh, things are all, uh, in 1965, she, uh, shows up in a film called the alphabet murders playing Miss Marple, but, uh, she, um, you know, again, she, it was just, it was just a cameo. If I'm not mistaken, the alphabet murders is a film that features the detective, uh, um, is Poirot. You know, another classic Agatha Christie uh, detective. Um, one interesting thing to note is that uh, Margaret Rutherford's husband, um, uh, who's who's an actor named Stringer Davis, uh, appears alongside her in in these films. So so it's like her real life husband was was a uh, was the sidekick. And and his name in the films is Mr. Stringer, <laughs> which is kind of, um, which I thought was kind of great. Um, anyway, uh, she she is just so charming, and and uh, the these 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 murder mysteries are just light and breezy, and as I mentioned, kind of classic sixties, and and uh, and super fun. So. Uh, I, I would highly recommend if you if you're if you're looking for some new type of stuff to watch, to check out these Margaret Rutherford films, uh, playing playing uh, Miss Marple. I've got a list of these films again on the podcast notes on my blog, and I think you, you know you can find them in a variety of places. Uh, the Warner Brothers archive uh, sells them. I'll put a link. Uh, to that website on my blog too, you can probably find them on Amazon and, and any number of of places that sell that sell movies. Instigating a new feature in uh, in the podcast, I'm calling it the movie of the week, and and uh, I just thought it might be fun to th- just to actually you know truly recommend uh, one movie, and if anybody wanted to chat about it or, or you know engage with me about it, I think that 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 could be um, fun. Uh, you know, you could send an email, or I will put this out on my. Uh, on my Twitter and Instagram feeds. So you're welcome to find me there. And again, links are all on the podcast notes, um, on the blog. But, um, I thought, uh, well, better film to inaugurate this movie of the week. Actually, I'm going to do two. Um, they are films. It's the most, it's the first film. And then the most recent film from Walt Disney animation studios, which, you know, is just uh, one of my all-time favorites. So uh, this first, the first film, uh, the, my first, uh, my inaugural, you know, quote-unquote movie of the week is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 
which was released in 1937. Um, as previously mentioned, it's the first animated film, uh, full-length feature that that uh, the Walt Disney Animation Studios did. Uh, Walt Disney and his team primarily created short films. So, uh, you know, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy and all this, you know, this cadre of characters, as well as doing films they refer to as silly symphonies, which were, uh, you know... Just little, um, little vignettes that sh- that highlighted some music with with animation that was that was created in sync, you know, with the music, and uh, then he kind of turned the world on its ear and ventured out and did an about an eighty minute uh, full length feature, which many before they saw the film were referring to as Disney's folly because. How could an audience that's just used to seeing, you know, five to seven minute short films that are all just totally comedic in nature and watching a a full length film uh, that starred, you know, animated characters that was animated the whole way through, um, you know, it it opened and, and, and changed the world uh, as far as as uh, as family entertainment goes. And continues this day to be just a really incredible film. You know, I'm watching uh, a series of musicals these uh, from a TCM created viewing guide called Must See Musicals, uh, and I've talked about that before. But it uh, this week's film was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and and uh, it was so fun to rewatch it again because it's. Not only is it a great film, it's really a great musical. The music plays such an integral integral part of the storytelling, and uh, you know it just did my heart good to rewatch this to rewatch it again. I need to I need to put it on. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely on the comfort movie list now. <laughs> I need to remember if I'm ever really feeling down to uh, to uh, watch Snow White of the Seven Doors. It's also very easy to watch. Right now, because it's uh, it's on Disney Plus, if you've got the Disney Plus streaming service, uh, so I uh, hope you'll you'll enjoy watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs for the first or for the umpteenth time. Um, I'm also adding to this so two films as as my inaugural movie of the week is the current film. It's the 59th now animated feature. So Snow White was the first, and this one is the 59th animated feature from Walt Walt Disney Animation Studios. And it's Raya and the Last Dragon. I reviewed this in last week's podcast. Uh, It's a very different film (laughs) from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, You know, again, it's an animated fantasy, but but, uh, and not a musical. But it's a terrific action film with a lot of great, comedy and some some uh good drama in there and and inc- the animation is just beyond stunning and it's got i think a very timely message for our our world today so ryan the last dragon is is highly recommended it is playing in theaters uh you know where, where theaters are open and it's also available on disney plus uh, for with a service they're calling Premier Access, um, if you want to watch it on Disney Plus, you, you get to pay a one-time fee of thirty bucks. So you know that's that's a chunk of change. 
but um, then it's it's in your library. So as long as you as long as you uh, are subscribing to Disney Plus, I believe it's going to be made available. Uh, I thought I read like in June, uh, just for just for the traditional Disney Plus subscribers. You know those who aren't paying that extra premiere access fee. Um, and I think it might be available too on other streaming platforms as early as next month. Although you still are going to you know have to pay pay something extra for it. But still, um, absolutely gorgeous film, and just more tremendous work from from uh, the wonderful filmmakers at Walt Disney Animation Studios. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Links are also on the blog. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's where you can interact with me on about with, with this Movies Past and Present or this movie of the week. From uh, it's I'm at Movies PAP as in past and present. As always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or present. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth. Bye.